Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Good morning again, and welcome to 2021. I'm guessing that we are all hoping it will look different than 2020, a great deal different. Who could have imagined a year like 2020? I'm also guessing that as you heard our scripture reading from Jeremiah this morning, you could relate perhaps more than you would have in the past, perhaps in a way that you couldn't have before the pandemic. Will we be gathered again? Will we rejoice? There's no question that this pandemic has taken and is taking an incomprehensible toll on our world. And the impact is far from over, even now. I know it feels like we've been exiled. I get that. But here's the thing. God has never left us, even while we're apart, even in the exile. And God continues to gather us, even in the midst of this pandemic, even as we sometimes feel exiled, and even as we sometimes feel alone. And you know, as we examine the history of humankind's relationship with God, we see that God has been gathering us for centuries. God has been forever gathering us, over and over again. God gathered the Israelites as they escaped Pharaoh. God was with them in the wilderness and led them to the promised land, together, gathered in community. Jesus spent his whole ministry gathering people in community, large and small. And his followers continued to do the same as the fledgling Christian community tried to avert the power of Rome. And I don't know about you, but whenever I see a table full of food and folks gathered around it, I think of Jesus, who broke bread over and over again as he gathered people in community, connecting them. So it's fair to say gathering must be important. And it's also fair to say we're the ones who keep on gathering. We move, we separate, we have wars, we have pandemics, we have losses. But God forever gathers us back and is always in our midst. God doesn't gather and then take off. God gathers and God is in the midst, our midst, through time and circumstance. Now, true, gathering hasn't looked the same over the centuries. It has looked different. But gathering has the same purpose, however it looks. We gather because we seek community, connection. And we need connection and community with God and with each other. God knows that. And that's why God keeps gathering us. So... When we are eventually brought out of exile, what will that look like at FCC? Exactly like it looked on March 8, 2020, the last time we worshiped in the meeting house? If you looked at us on that date, you would see a church that had traditional worship, 
great music and great preaching. Children's church, Sunday school, coffee, tea, and conversation every Sunday. Now, not a hint of anything high-tech, if you will. No video streaming of worship, some sporadic audio podcasts of sermons, but no social media presence to speak of. Just lots and lots of emails. Oh, and we do kind of like to print things. If you looked at our church on March 8, 2020, you would see a church that multiple generations would recognize. Then COVID-19 changed everything. Now we have online worship via Facebook, our website, or YouTube. And the worship includes lots of information about what is going on at FCC. You can even go back and watch worship services you missed or just watch part of the worship, perhaps just the sermon. And now you can find us all over Facebook with events and words of encouragement and announcements and even a live midweek prayer service. Our website contains a great deal more information about who we are that's so important to those we hope will visit us. Is that all going to end when we're no longer in exile? When we return from captivity like the Israelites? It will no more be exactly the same for us than it was for the Israelites brought back from exile. And I say to that, thanks be to God. Because of COVID-19, when we return from exile, FCC is going to be exactly what it was on March 8, 2020, and then some. Because we want online worship to stay. It not only helps us reach out to the community, but it allows folks who are sick or out of town to still be with us, gathered together in community. And when you invite folks to experience our church, the online worship service is a great way for them to get a taste of who we are before visiting in person. We love our Facebook presence and the improvements to the website. And Zoom has become a great tool for meetings and other things. You know, I've been, I've been reading this book about visioning. And it contains a story that resonates with me deeply. It's about a watchmaker. My father was a watchmaker. He was the kind who sat bent over a watch bench with his magnifying eyeglass on. I can still see him at that bench and see him lift up his head and smile when I walked into the store. He repaired watches, jeweled movement watches, watches with over a hundred moving parts sometimes. He was a craftsman. Then quartz technology changed everything and watches no longer had springs or gears. My father had two choices. He could either throw up his hands and complain that things were not the way they used to be, the way they should be. Or he could embrace the new technology and become just as skilled in repairing quartz watches. He chose the second option. But that didn't mean he stopped fixing watches with springs and gears. It didn't mean he stopped loving those watches. I own several that prove otherwise. This new year gives us a chance to further embrace something new, something that isn't just an exile experience. We've been talking at church for several years about trying to develop a robust small group ministry 
because we know how much it connects people, gathers them together. We've had several unofficial small groups for some time. The Sisters of Mary Magdalene, the Men's Lunch, and one for parenting and families. Small groups, or more precisely, growth groups, can be an important element in creating that connection, that community, leaning into the gathering that God is forever doing with us. A couple of years ago, Pastor John asked Gary Whirl and I to lead a Northwest Houston small group. I laugh at calling it a Northwest Houston group because we stretch from the 1960 area all the way to near downtown. We're a group of new FCC members and longtime FCC members. We just meet and eat once a month. That's all. Nothing earth-shattering. We're still doing that. Only now, during the pandemic, we're doing it outside on the grounds of the church. We recently redubbed ourselves as the Soul Food Group. Because during the pandemic, that's what it feels like to us. I count these folks as my friends. And I don't know if that would have happened without this imposed gathering. The truth, though, is as important as that connection is and community has been, this gathering hasn't resulted in the creation of more small groups. In addition, our membership has remained relatively static. So last spring, we started a more robust small group plan. Kelly Stevens leads the effort, along with Peter Overland, and it utilizes a new approach. It was launched with the summer semester 2020. And as a result of the pandemic, what was as envisioned as a in-person, community-building, connection-making, God-gathering program <laughs> became an online Zoom experience. I led one of those first groups along with Robin Stilwell. This fall, I participated in two of them. Despite being in exile, despite the pandemic, these groups have been a gift to me. You see, I'm still relatively new to FCC. I'm single and have no children. I've met a lot of folks, but except for the people in my soul food group, I didn't really know a bunch of people or know much about them. On Sundays at church, I would say hi to folks, enjoy worship, and afterwards usually have a cup of hot tea in the assembly room, eat a couple of biscottis, and then head home to whatever else I had planned for the day. Then I became a deacon, and Sundays became about doing my deacony stuff. I greeted a lot of folks, especially visitors, but spent even less time in real conversation. It is the growth groups that I've been a part of, where I've started to know people better and feel connected and gathered. Our check-in time at the beginning of each Zoom session has been as meaningful as the content. I love hearing what is going on with people in my growth group, although I'm embarrassed to tell you how much they know about my two cats. All these months of the pandemic, I've felt connected and gathered with my church family because of the growth groups and my soul food group. You see, small groups can be a place where new friendships are formed. That's certainly been true for me. They are a safe place to meet new people, make friends, grow in faith, and have fun. People grow when they step outside of their comfort zone and are exposed to new ideas and new people.
I'm a bit reluctant to tell this story because I got it from a Christmas movie. Don't ask me how many I watched. It was a movie entitled Noel, where Noel, who is a girl, becomes Santa Claus rather than her brother Nick. Noel is talking with someone she has met who struggles with the changes in his Christmas traditions. Noel says to him, traditions change. New ones are scary, but they might be great. And if you know what Christmas means to you, the tradition is just the wrapping. Perhaps we could reword that and say, traditions change. New ones are scary, but they might be great. And if you know that what is happening is God is gathering you, then the new tradition is a gift. Growth groups are a new tradition at FCC. A new way for God to gather us. There'll be Zoom groups for at least a few more months. Some may stay Zoom even when we return from exile. The spring 2021 growth groups start in February and signups begin today. I know there's one just for you. Some are groups that are continuing, like the mindfulness group I'm in. The wine tasting group is continuing, and if I were a drinker, I'd be all over that one. There are several more that are continuing as well. New ones include a racial allyship group that will focus on a, a book to read. Don't let that scare you. I did a growth group this past semester that included a book I had to read with my dictionary next to me, and it was still enlightening and inspiring. There'll be a topic-oriented grief group and a church and society-themed group. Don't they all sound good? I wonder how many I can manage in a week. So I'm asking you to take a look at what is being offered and jump in and sign up. Perhaps ask someone new to FCC to join you. We will be together again in person. The day will come. Here is a new type of gathering God has given us that connects us, even in exile.